he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> unhinged. Hello, hello, everyone. Hi, welcome to the Patreon, Le Patreones, if you will. And I really think you're gonna like this Patreon episode because it is all about casting on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. The good, the bad, the ugly. And we have actual stories from contestants who've made it onto the show. So we're gonna cover everything from casting, the interviews, what the psychiatrist does, how contestants actually meet with a private investigator to dig up your so dirty laundry yes oh i want to i can't wait for this one because i like want to know what this process is like i tried to apply for the show but they never got back to me so i don't know what i'm wait, doing did you wrong. really i mean like as a joke yeah like several years ago just like you online you submit all your stuff and then obviously never heard anything Okay, so that's the thing. This will also be good for people that just want to hear the juicy stories mm -hmm. and, and all that fun stuff. But also, if you want to try to get casted on the show, I think this episode will help you yeah. and give you some tips and pointers on what you can do. Totally. So buckle up. This is going to be a really fun one. I think I'm most excited about this Patreon episode versus everything else. Oh, wow. First and foremost, there are requirements. You have to be at least 21 years old. Mm -hmm. They've made a really big deal out of people who are 22. But if I don't know, if they cared about the age, wouldn't they just say like 25 and older? Well, I think it's just 21 so that you can drink alcohol. I really think that's all there uh, is to it, honestly. You also have to be a legal resident of the US or Canada, except Quebec, so you can't be from there. Wait, that's like, so why? strange, why? Literally why? <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. You also can't be in, you can't be running in any political office, so politicians stay away. Mm. You can't, and then afterwards, you can't run until a year after the final episode. So maybe they're afraid that like someone will use their bachelor popularity to like, to, I don't know, become fucking president. What do they well, think? Aaron Clancy's gonna be president? Stranger things have happened. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess like, Probably because if you were a politician, they'd you'd be on the show and you'd be trying to like promote yourself and be like, oh well, when I'm mayor of this town, like on your hometown, date, be like, <laughs> when I'm mayor, I'll be doing X Y Z to save the things and vote for me, and I'll give roses out to yeah. everyone in town. I'm sure it's some sort of conflict of interest for them too. Like they don't want to promote anyone who's doing any sort of anything. Like they don't touch any of that. So. It's funny that it listed in the requirements, it literally says you have to be single because LOL. Right. <laughs> you, you also have to submit a passport, agree to be filmed 24-7, and you have to agree to a background check and a psychological evaluation, which we will get to. Mm -hmm. The kicker, everyone gets COVID-19 testing, but you also get STD testing, and if you have an STD, you are disqualified. That is mind-blowing to me because I do not believe that out of everyone that's been on the show, no one has an STD. I don't know. There could be. Because if they... I mean, obviously there could be. Because there's just such a large pool of people, I don't think it's that crazy to think that the people that they have let on to any show pass the test or whatever. You know, maybe someone slipped through the cracks, but they, I feel like they have such a large pool to pick from that if someone came through and did have an ST, they're like, okay, fine, I'll find the next girl in the line of 7 million people and just p pluck the next one, you know? I just feel like statistics prove that some of them have to have STDs. Yeah. Like, it's not, that doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm not up to date on my statistics. Well, if they're all, we, yeah. I want to Google it. Okay. <laughs> Right, but that's you, statistic. But you, yes, I believe you that like I don't know what the statistic is. Like what one in three people will always have an STD or something like that. 
but it, that doesn't like apply to this pool of people because they already got screened out. You know what I mean? So yeah, in the grand no, scheme of the world, just... one in three could have it. But then as they're selecting people for the show, they're not selecting people who had STDs. So then it could be 0%. And that's on math. I, lo- I love how this is becoming like an educational uh, episode about STDs. <laughs> and statistics. Some people may go audition for the show just to get the STD test. Maybe if you don't want to go to your doctor. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the most efficient way to get an STD test. Like, I can't go to the doctor. And this is but very time-consuming. literally sign up to be on The Bachelor, <laughs> wait several months, get selected, submit all of my forms just for that STD test. Like, go to a clinic. They're free. Yes. They're free. So those... <laughs> yeah. Do not take health advice from us. We are not claiming that this is what you should be doing yeah, if no. you are concerned. But, okay, so there are a few ways to get on this show. So you can, one, apply yourself. Two, be nominated by a friend. Mm-hmm. Or th- uh, three, go to a casting call, which I'll get to. Or four, be scouted by a producer. Okay. So we're going to break them down point by point. So you obviously see the commercials when the show airs, like go to abc.com and click apply. Mm-hmm. When you do that, it just it just directs you to bachelornation.com. So yeah. don't even bother going to abc.com. <laughs> bachelornation.com is where it is. Um, it currently says, we are now casting girls. We our now casting girls, not our. Wait, what? So, no, our? Wait, they just have a grammatical. So they have a type grammatically in this website. Wait, do you? Can you see it? Are you looking at no. the bell? Wait, just explain to me what it says. We our o u r now casting girls for the next season of The Bachelor. So some. So some grammatically incorrect person. Write a yeah. sentence. Got it. We our now casting girls for the next season of The Bachelor. We encourage you to attend one of our open casting calls located in a city near you. Please complete the application, print it out, and bring it with you, or we will provide you with an application to complete at the casting call. Now, I've looked into this, though. Mm-hmm. There are There's no information about in-person casting calls. And in 2021, they announced that they put a pause on it, but there hasn't been anything since. They said we're going to reconvene in 2022, but I have not seen anything. So yeah. it probably doesn't make the most sense these days, too, with, like, I don't know, there's still COVID stuff and restrictions. Maybe they're like, we're not getting all these people together in a room to do this right but just because casting calls Mm -hmm. don't seem to be happening right now they have happened in the past and there are plenty of contestants who have gone through them one of them being tenley who we've had on the show before and she was so kind to share her story of going to a casting call so this is what happened to tenley when she showed up to her casting a little backstory i don't know how many of you guys know her history but she was divorced after her husband was having an affair so she was really grieving the divorce and not ready to move on and her sister was like you're going to this casting call like you better go so this is where that story picks up and what Tenley said side note while you're finding it we should go to a casting call when they come back undercover like literally wear little glasses with a mustache and try to just like scope out what we can scope out could we be three dogs in a trench coat? Sure. Yeah. But wouldn't that Kate be Clayton a fun, style? like, oh. we could vlog it or something? Wouldn't that be fun? Sound off in the comments below if you think that would be a oh good video. We could interview people who are, like, online would... for the casting call, see, like, oh, what do they say to you inside? What's going no. on? Just From a take... journalist perspective, yes. For my ego, I'm going to go home and, like, cry into a pillow. Well, because don't do that. <laughs> Tenley goes into how intimidating okay. this process okay. is. So this is what she said about the casting call. When I got there, it was just a room full of gorgeous girls. I felt so intimidated. Um, I didn't feel like I was, I kind of just didn't feel like I belonged there. And I ended up sitting in front of a producer when it was my turn to kind of go through this casting call situation. I do remember I just started crying. And Uh um, they immediately, I feel like, 
think I moved on to like another phase where I sat in front of a camera and just cried and cried. Uh, by the way, I had taken my wedding ring off by this time when I went to this casting call. Um, yeah, and I had left with a packet and they said, not everybody gets this, so kind of keep it hush hush. And then uh, it was quickly after that that they were following up and asking me to fill out. So I had filled out like a lot of the packet that I had to return to them. And then all of a sudden it was kind of one after the other, like more photos and then the casting call in LA and all of that, um, or the final casting. And yes, that's how I ended up getting on the show. I feel like it was fast moving from there on. And I don't feel like it was very much time before we started filming once I was cast and yeah, it was quick. And I just remember driving or getting in the limo that first night and thinking I am again, so out of place. These are all breathtaking, model-looking girls. I shouldn't have been there. I was not a healed girl from everything I'd been been through, but um, I just learned in such a unique way. Like, it was just part of my redemption stories. Meanwhile, then this girl, this gorgeous girl, goes on to get the first impression rose. She goes all the way to the end. She doesn't get the final ring. Obviously, that went to Vienna. This is mm -hmm. Jake's season. But Tenley was like, the fact that someone that looks like Tenley could be intimidated by other women is crazy. Yeah. Like, she's stunning. I just, I find it so sad slash kind of funny that she's like, yeah, and I just cried. And they were immediately like, yes, you are perfect for this show. Here is a packet. Like, yeah. What are they looking? I would love, obviously, like, we know kind of what they're looking for, but I would love for a producer to, like, say to my face what they're looking for in quotes and have them, like, lie and pretend they're not looking for just, like, damaged people to ruin their lives. Because, like, Tenley clearly yeah. even said, she's like, I was not over my marriage. I was, I shouldn't have been there. I literally couldn't help my tears. I'm just crying. And they're like, perfect, amazing. This is exactly what we want. Thank you. And I know Ashley I has said in the past that she purposely put in her audition or her uh, packet that she was a virgin because she's like, mm, they want yeah. like a storyline. They want someone, like the fact that Tenley right. was grieving. She was cheated on. She was a, a virgin with her husband. Mm -hmm. And the one man that you were with had an affair. Right. That's a yeah, that's heartbreaking a story. So they're like, you are perfect. <laughs> so yeah, that kind of fast tracked her to the next round. But I want to go back to the packet that she's referring to. Mm -hmm. Can you pull it up? Because I actually have the packet. I think it would be really fun to go through. Okay, yeah. So the packet that Tenley's referring to is actually the packet that's on BachelorNation.com, I'm pretty sure. So you either fill out the packet first and bring it to the casting call, or you go to the casting call, and if they want you, they give you this packet. Mm -hmm. This is not the later packet that's like 500 pages long. This is literally just to for them to kind of weed out people. Okay, so this is not the psychological questionnaire. This, this is, is just... not even the psychological. Okay. That comes later. We'll get to that. Okay, so this is the Bachelor 24 girl questionnaire. Yeah, I don't know why it says girl questionnaire. Maybe they ask the guys different like... questions? I don't know. But basically, okay, so first okay, page so... is pretty basic, blah. Then it gets a little juicier. Yes. Then we hear, then we have a question. Have you ever been arrested, charged, or convicted of a crime of any type? If so, please give details and dates. Have you ever had a temporary restraining order issued against someone or had one issued against you? If so, please give details. I feel like here they're trying to see who's going to be like the crazy bullies in the house. The thing that's crazy though is like I feel like probably legally they have to ask these things. But I don't For know safety. who would be. Yeah, but then but yet they want like the opposite 
answer. And also like, I don't know who would be honest on this because yet they know so much about all of these people regardless of what they sh- share on these because they do all these crazy background checks. I don't know. So get this though. It also asks if you've ever been married, how many times and to list your wedding dates. So I feel oh like God. this is for, for them to strategically put you on a date on your wedding day. Like, I mean, yeah. Sally, wasn't there something with Sally that it was the day she was supposed to get married is the day they made her talk to Clayton or something? There was something with remember. that. I yeah. think this information is perten- pertinent to them because they could use it to their advantage. That if you have been married, why are you no longer together? No, these questions these are, stories like, write themselves. you get a lot of information from these questions. Okay, then next page is like, why would you want to find your spouse on a TV show? Please describe your ideal mate in terms of physical attraction and in terms of personality. How many serious relationships have you been in? What happened to end those relationships? Please list your social media profiles. Hobbies and interests. Pets. Special talents. Tell us. There's a lot here. Yeah, so that's basically where that one ends. So that's what you would submit. Okay, so there we actually have a pro tip from Katie Thurston. Okay, to finish the rest of this episode, plus get access to tons of more bonus content, go to She's All... No, go to... Go to patreon.com slash she's all batch. The link to that will be in the episode description. Also, you can just DM me if you're ever confused. I'm happy to point you in the right direction. But we get into a lot of messiness in the rest of this episode. For example, what happens at finalist weekend when you're in the top 300? Who from the show, who is a very big name, uh, actually made it through finalist weekend but then was sent home? And she was then selected for the next season of The Bachelor. It's a lot. It's crazy. They meet with a private investigator and they dig up their dirty laundry. It is wild. I was, me being me, I was surprised by a lot of this. So that tells you something. But yeah, go to patreon.com slash she's all batch. You can finish the rest of this episode and I'll see you on Thursday. Okay. Bye bitches. (laughs) 